Have you ever wondered what it's like to sit in on a magazine editorial meeting? Well, this is your chance. You're listening to Salt Lake Speaks, a monthly podcast where our editors, writers, and staff dig deeper into stories, chat with newsmakers, and talk amongst ourselves about arts, culture, food, music, politics, or whatever else might strike our fancy. After all, we are Utah's biggest fans. Hi, welcome to Salt Lake Speaks. This week's podcast is brought to you by the Children's Hour, a local Welcome to Salt Lake Speaks. Salt Lake Speaks is Salt Lake Magazine's regular podcast digging deeper into stories with experts in local politics, art, culture, and food to give you the best of life in Utah. And this week we are kicking off our Best of the Beehive edition of Salt Lake Speaks. And I'm sitting here with Mary Brown Maloof, our executive editor and managing editor, Christy Marcy. I am once again Jeremy Pugh, your host, and we're going to talk a little bit about the best of the beehive. This is the winners. We're going to discuss the winners from the Salt Lake section, the downtown Salt Lake section. And uh, maybe Mary, you could kind of start uh, start us off and tell us about how we uh, how y'all picked these and how we divided things up this year. Well, we decided to uh, divide the state into regions instead of going by subject. So that's why we just focus on downtown Salt Lake in this section and go on to other uh, parts of the state and others. Um, best is a moving target and uh, we don't have a quantifiable way of coming up with what we think is the best. It involves uh, reporting, uh, reflection, debate, um, uh, arm wrestling, you know, to, before we all agree on what we need to mention. I should also add that this is strictly uh, a timely uh, article. We've done best ofs for well, for 20 years probably, and so ob obviously every year is, is different. We're highlighting something else. It's not a comprehensive list of everything that's best in Salt Lake City. You'd have to go into a number of our back issues and add them all up. This is just what struck us about this past year and what's great in downtown Salt Lake City. And uh, Right, and it's meant to be a little fun. I mean, if this isn't a, this isn't a grand award or anything. No, no, this <laughs> is not. This is not. It's it's uh, it's you could really call it highlights. I mean, <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's not like we had that's what I mean. We didn't set them up in competition and get a panel to vote and then tally the score or anything. We don't like have that. accountants with suitcases we like don't. at the Oscars. No, we, we don't. We should get some though. We could get the suitcases. <laughs> <laughs> DI has suitcases. But uh, accountants is another question. So um, so it's, it's a random list. We try to cover a, a bunch of subjects and uh, in, in each area. And um, looking at this for downtown Salt Lake this year, um, I'm, of course, I'm the one who wrote about the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our winners this year, as you'll read in the magazine, is uh, Spencer's Steak and Chops. And apparently, amid their <clears throat> menu, they have an excellent slice of bacon. So what's so special about this bacon, Mary? Well, I was uh, weary when I first saw it on the menu because bacon is kind of over. Remember all those bacon-wrapped things everybody did? Bacon-wrapped watermelon or bacon-wrapped turkey, anyway. Um, this is a very thick-cut 
slice of bacon is a single slice. It's uh, been braised until some of the fat melts out, so mm. you don't get all that quivery, translucent fat. Um, you get a lot of the meat. And then uh, he broils it with a sprinkle of blue cheese on top. So, I mean, it's a flavor bomb, obviously. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you eat it with a knife and fork. And it's, yeah, it's not, it's not bacon on anything. It's just bacon. It's just bacon. bacon. <laughs> it's just bacon. And it's, it's got a slightly um, sweet taste in a way, and it's smoky, and it's perfect with a cocktail because it gives you a little protein. Right, right. It gives you some good mouthfeel, tons of umami. So I was obviously blown away by this bacon. <laughs> it is, in fact, the best bacon it is very for 2018. <laughs> I have a question about the bacon. Looking at the picture in the mm -hmm. magazine, it looks almost like a slice of pork belly. Bacon is pork belly. Right. So what's the difference between a thick sliced piece of bacon and pork belly? Well, pork belly is not cured like bacon oh, or okay. smoked like bacon, but this is a very, it's a very thick slice of bacon. Okay. Hence the knife and fork. Right. You can't really pick it up. And it also doesn't get crisp, so it's not, you need to cut into it like a piece of pork belly, but it's not quite pork belly. Does that make it clear? <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Uh, Christy, you write a lot of music for us. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got one of our, another winner is a great spot, the garage on back. We're uh -huh. calling it the best old school honky tonk, which is a category that there aren't a lot of honky tonks in Utah, right? There's really not. I There's think a dearth of honky tonks <laughs> in Utah. Right. right. There's, there should be more. Mm -hmm. I would love to amend this category next year if anyone right. listening wants to open another old school honky tonk. But uh, for right now, what we've got is the garage on back, which really is just a roadhouse, right, next to the oil refinery. Uh, and it's summer now, and their patio is open, and they book all kinds of interesting and dynamic bands on that outdoor stage. <clears throat> the one thing I didn't mention when I wrote about it, though, was that ordering the deep-fried funeral potatoes is basically required at the garage. It, it is real. I was there last night. Yeah. Did you get sitting, the funeral potatoes? Sitting, I, I did not. So, I mean, now I'm feeling like a failure, but I we just had brought some in the office, yeah. so I just yeah. had some. Um, no, I had a burger and a beer, and after a long hike, Sitting out there until the sun went down about 9.45, watching the lights come on at the refinery. Yeah. It's just one of the best experiences Salt Lake has to offer. And indeed, a honky tonk. It reminds me of places in Austin. Sure. You know, where there are lots of honky tonks. There's not a dearth there. No. 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 That the one problem with, with the garage that we've got to figure out, though, is the parking. So oh, it's ridiculous. Until we figure that out, please lift or Uber to the garage. Right. right, or ride your bike or carpool, I suppose, right? Well, from my house, you can walk. Right. The news, though, in this podcast, those who know Mary will know is that she had a beer. Right, and <laughs> I haven't done that since I was in Nepal. <laughs> 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 but it's the kind of place you order a beer. Right. So keeping up with the randomness of all of our Best of the Beehive selections, again, we're talking about Downtown Salt Lake, Best of the Beehive winners for 2018. Oh, I have one. I have one. You have one? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that I wrote about, but you gave me the idea for. And that's uh, Juniors as, right. as the best uh, Algonquin roundtable. Wait, wait a second. That wasn't Jeremy's idea. That was my idea. 
Well, I, I heard it from both of you. I remember <laughs> a conversation. And I also talked to Ken Sanders. And really, okay. if okay. I could have just said best person in Salt, <laughs> best character in Salt Lake, I would have put Ken I Sanders. I think we could have done that. Because I think he's a city treasure. And so is his store. And I hope they never go through with the plans to move it. But meanwhile, he's, he's a talker, is Ken, and knows a, a whole lot about a very wide range of esoteric subjects. And he gets together with friends and has for years at Juniors and um, argues about Right. Those There's topics. this sort of crew of, of, of fellers that are all very interesting in their own right. And they have a regular appointment, you know, after work drinks at Juniors. Uh, where they banter with the owner and uh, argue about well, all the things they argue about. So I have made this appeal to many members of that group before, but since we have officially called it the Algonquin Roundtable, I will say once again that when they're ready for a Dorothy Parker to join their fold, I am ready and available. Right, that's it is right. a bit of a boy, it's a boys it's club. It's a boys club. And, and that's Utah, while, Utah's a boys club. There's a couple women, there's a couple women who, who join on occasion, but, um, but filling the role of Dorothy Parker, I do feel is something I was born to do. Well, be careful. So, <laughs> be careful on any, with that, On any Christy. given weekday, it's very likely, if you pop into juniors, that you'll see Ken Sanders and his crew, uh, Trent Harrison, some other uh, guests who make cameos from time to time, uh, behind the bar, having a glass of whiskey, and John. So let's see, what else do we got on this list here? We have, oh, this is an awesome one, speaking about, it's we've got Rock and Roll Camp for Girls, which is a popular... Um, music camp that teaches uh, women of all ages really how to play rock and roll, how to do sound engineering, how to do play the bass, how to be in a band, how to rock, I suppose, is probably on the list. It's an essential part of rock and roll <laughs> camp. Yeah, this is an awesome thing that was started by two female musicians in Salt Lake after one of them visited another city that had this program. And so they do these week-long intensive camps with girls of all ages. Uh, and they started, last year, they started doing Rock and Roll Camp for Women, too. So you oh. grown women can do it. Uh, and you learn how to play an instrument. You learn how to do the sound. You learn how to stage a performance. And then it all culminates in, in a stage show at the end of it. And I hear that next year they're going to start after-school programming, too, which will be cool. So less intensive for a week and more over a semester. Well, and this, I mean, underlying this is the uh, idea or perception that uh, there's something macho about rock and roll, and indeed there is, and that it's another boys' club, in it, despite people like Joan Jett and um, Chrissy, Hind. Chrissy Hind and uh, Janis Joplin, and it, it, there's certainly been, but still, just people who are sitting around shredding on guitars, it's kind of a guy thing, or right. perceived that way. So and this is great to encourage girls to, you know. Yeah, and there was a story yes, last week about a band who found out that they were being paid 30% yeah. less right. than a male band at the same festival for the same set list, and they had the same manager, and they fired their manager. So with, with that empowerment, hopefully, comes a, a little more advocacy it, for ourselves at, right. to break and into equality. the boys' club. And right. equality, yeah, exactly. All mm -hmm. right. So we got our feminist message. All right, what do you have yeah. to say, Jeremy? <laughs> I think that all people have the right to rock. <laughs> For those about to rock, Jeremy <laughs> Everyone you. Everyone should rock. And, uh, 
Um, well, uh, we have two. Uh, we also kind of like try to highlight local biz local like shops and boutiques and whatnot. So we have two in this one. We have the Taylor Cooperative, which is a pretty rad. This is my favorite word right now. Rad suit company, which doesn't seem to go with bespoke suits, but uh, it's awesome. If you instead of going to Mr. Mac or ZCMI or the Rack. Go get yourself a real suit. Oh yeah, ZCMI's no gone. One's going to I don't know. I grew up here. I can't, I, I'll, it'll always be ZCMI to me. Just the, that and the Delta Center is the same. <laughs> so, and then we've got this athletic, uh, local athletic gear, uh, which I think can also just be worn as clothing now. I don't know. Well, it is everywhere anyway. Yeah, you went to Standard. It actually started in the old house across the street from our office next to Trolley Square. And uh, the woman who started it used to do some fashion styling for us and um, designed this, this line. And it is adorable stuff, whether or not. I don't do gym clothes, you know, special wardrobe stuff. I just put on some sweatpants and an old band t-shirt or something. But, um, you know. There's a thing, there's a whole fashion thing about getting decked out for your workout and this is the coolest place to do it. You can wear workout pants when you're not working out too. That's right. athleisure, they call it now. I, I don't do that I either. I wouldn't do that. Active wear for being inactive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of Taylor Cooperative is the opposite of that, right? Like, mm -hmm. So if you want a suit, a custom made suit with anything Basically, the world is your oyster, and they are genderless. They do women's suits, they do men's suits, they do non-binary suits, they right. run the gamut. And they also recently have announced um, that in June they're doing special pride-themed stuff, so they have like rainbow stitching that can go on the suits, if oh, that's nice. your thing. So it's, it's a oh, super... Oh, I saw one with rainbow-stitched yeah, buttonholes uh -huh. yes. right on the cuff. Uh -huh. So yeah. to borrow a word from Jeremy, they're really rad. They're rad. They're really rad. rad. Do you think they do like David Burns big suits? Mm -hmm. I think if you wanted if them you to, wanted they, one, could. they could. They <laughs> could. Exactly right. so. Okay, well, gosh, well, that's the rundown on downtown Salt Lake. We will be back next week running down Sugar House and parts elsewhere on the Best of the Beehive. In the meantime, you can pick up a copy of the magazine and, you know, get, get over with the suspense already um, and subscribe and things like that. Uh, and uh, what's the other thing? Oh, we're going to be rolling them out on our website and on our Insta feeds. So please follow us on at Insta on Salt Lake Mag at Salt Lake Mag on Twitter and find us on Facebook and tell us what you think. All right, so this has been Salt Lake Speaks. Uh, once again, this week's podcast was brought to you by the Children's Hour, a locally owned boutique and bookstore for women and children of all ages. Our carefully curated mix of clothing, shoes, jewelry, books, and gifts assures a delightful shopping experience. We are located in the heart of the 9th and 9th neighborhood of Salt Lake City and look forward to meeting and greeting new and old friends. Later.